like to join me. Uh, we're going to be in the book of Proverbs and in the book of Psalms. And again, I'm speaking today to our graduates, but praying the Lord will give us something to share with everyone. I, I want to I speak to us on a word. The word is interference. It's a word that we typically associate with a negative or or a, a less than an ideal situation in our life, interference. But I want to say with interference, it lets you know that good things are ahead. Interference. You have interference in your life. Good things are ahead. You see, God cares too much for you to not interfere in your life. Selah. God cares too much for you to not interfere in your life. In football, there is a foul called pass interference. A player will be running down the field and about to catch the ball, going for the goal, wanting a win, wanting to score. And the defense can interfere with that play with the catcher. And if he does, there's pass interference. Some of us feel like we, we have had a foul in life. You're going towards your goal. You're trying to create a win in life. And there has been interference. Graduates, can I tell you, stepping whether from high school or university, college, and going on in your career, interference is ahead. But that means good is coming. There are at least four types of interference that come. One is, I'll call delays. Yeah, delays, interference. You're going to pay off your credit card in two years, and now you're five years into it, and it's still not at a, at a zero balance. Yes, it, it comes. You, you, you were, you're going to finish your, your schooling, your, your college degree in three years, and it took you five years. Delays come, interference. There's, there's also detours. Detours, yeah. You, 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 you're trained, you've schooled for this job, but you had to take the get your foot in the door job. You had to take two positions before you could finally get the position you wanted. That's, that's detours, interference. Then there are disturbances. Oh, yes. Anyone you work in a, in a corporate work environment, you'll discover there's politics involved sometimes on the job, yeah. There are people that are trying to do an in-run around the leadership. Disturbance. Yeah, things come. Things come that just kind of rock the boat in life. Interference. Then there are disappointments. Yeah. The loan that didn't come through. The transfer that wasn't approved, yes, disappointments. Your credits didn't transfer in to uh, the other institution and you had to take 20 hours more, 13 hours more to finish the degree. Disappointments come. Yeah, there are interferences. Now, interferences are often either productive or unproductive. What are some unproductive interferences like the canceled flight, the traffic jam, 
uh, you, you, you didn't get the score you wanted on the final exam. These are interfer- unproductive interferences. But there are other unproductive interferences. How about snow in San Antonio? Would that, would you, would, could, you, could we vote that in as that was an interference? That, that wasn't on our agenda, was it? No. COVID is an unproductive interference. Divorce, an unproductive interference. What about productive interferences? One is an alarm clock. Yeah. It's a productive, you're sleeping in, but that alarm clock goes off. It's a productive interference. In fact, why don't you start calling your alarm clock your opportunity clock? It sets in motion the opportunity for you to do something. Unscheduled delays can be a productive thing. Do you know unanswered prayers can be a productive interference in your life? There's things you prayed for and God didn't answer. And later on, you'll look back and say, oh, I am so glad the job I prayed for God didn't give me. There was downsizing that God saw that I didn't see. I'm so glad that, I'm so glad the loan wasn't approved there. Why? Because a different opportunity came or the economy turned. Unanswered prayers can be a productive interference in our life as well as something that you planned, you dreamed, and God saw the end of it. And God saved you and I from, a, from an unwise choice. God put a barricade. God, God put a detour in our life to guide us in a new direction. I invite you to join me in the book of Proverbs. Chapter 16, verse number 9. The book of Proverbs is wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Every business person you ought to read. Every manager you ought to read. Proverbs, 31 chapters for each day of the month. You can read that chapter of Proverbs and always be uh, putting wise direction in your life on how to lead and manage in life. Proverbs chapter 16, verse number nine, it says, in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. How true it is. Every one of us, we made plans Sometimes our plans didn't work out. Man makes his plans, but the Lord establishes their steps. God sometimes will just step in. And God will bring interference in our life to bring forth a higher purpose. Point number one of this message is this. God will interfere. God will interfere in our life. Because God's going to work his purpose. You have a plan, but God's going to work his purpose. And every Christ follower, you need to have the confidence and the assurance. God's going to interfere in your life. And the difference between God interfering and a disaster, maybe the devil, maybe an enemy, something destructive in your life, how do you discern the difference? When God interferes, it will always be a pull. If the devil or some 
enemy is working in your life, interference will always feel like a push. Yeah. You know, when you, you, you can feel a push, you can feel a verbal push. You, you can feel a pressure that doesn't feel right, that you, you know is not the right thing intuitively. It, it just feels like it's not the thing to do. But when God interferes, it always pulls us into a dream. It pulls us forward. It pulls us into progress. It was Moses in the wilderness. He felt a pull towards a burning bush. Something in him awakened and he, he was compelled to go. Do you know miracles? Miracles, the miracles in the Bible are interference. Yes, it's God interfering. When Jesus was born to Mary, and God circumvented the natural process of conception and birth. It was God interfering in the natural course. When Jesus fed the 5,000, he interfered with the plans the disciples had. When Jesus heals the layman, he interfered with the protocol of that day because he did it on the Sabbath. God is always interfering. Miracles are in themselves an interference. And here it is. God has a planned conflict with your status quo. <laughs> God, God's going to interfere with the natural process. God's going to step in. God says, I have something better. God said he has a higher position. He has a, a, a better direction, a higher path for you to go down. God has a planned conflict with your status quo. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 21 says, Many are the plans of a person's heart, but the purposes of the Lord prevail. Yeah, not every plan I have works out. Not every plan you have works out. Not everything you calculate in your financial portfolio and your career path. Not everything you put together in life works out. Your plans may or may not work out, but the purposes of the Lord prevail. Here's what God is saying, that God will mess with your plans, but he will always preserve your purpose. Isn't that good news? God will intervene, and your plans may not happen according to your schedule, but God says his purpose in your life never, never trembles, never fails, never will collapse on you. There's a man in our church, Jay, great brother in Christ. I remember some years back when he had an untimely downsizing in the company in which he worked for. He worked for a company and had no doubt had his career path and all of a sudden they had a downsizing and because of the downsizing, those who had higher status in the company, they, they were eliminated. Yes, corporate restructuring. And instantly, Jay was put in, into unemployment. Two kids to raise. I'm talking about God will interfere in your life, but he'll always preserve your purpose. What did he do? Jay instantly thrust himself, I've got to provide a living for my family. So he, maybe even in the meantime, started a business but the business flourished. When it started, he had one employee himself. 
Today, he employs other people. He went from being unemployed. He's an employer today. His son works in the company. Can I tell you, God will interfere to bring a higher purpose in your life. God cares. God cares for you. Jesus said, pray this fashion. Lord, your kingdom come. <laughs> your will be done. In other words, Jesus said, pray that God will interfere in your life. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Can I encourage you? Give God permission to meddle in your life. Give God permission to meddle with your plans. Say, God, I put it before you, but everything I have is subject to the veto of the Holy Spirit. And God, let your purposes prevail. I will tell you, Scripture tells us, if God ever interferes in your life, why he does it. Psalm 23 says this, if God ever interferes in your life, it's always to put you in the right direction. He leads me in paths of righteousness. If God interferes in your life, he's, he's trying to point you in the right direction. Sometimes unintentionally, Christ followers, we can be going down a path and God sees the end and we see the moment. And God says that end is not what you want so he will interfere in our life. Romans 8, 28 tells us that God will step in, he'll meddle, he'll interfere. Why? Because he's gonna bring good in everything. All things will work together for the good to those what? who love him. Those who love, you love God? You love God, God's gonna meddle in your life. You love God, why? He's gonna meddle in your life because he wants to bring good. And when it doesn't seem good, understand God sees something you don't see. God, he'll, he'll interfere. He's working in your life. He's working in my life. First Thessalonians chapter five tells me, prove everything, but hold on to what is good. And sometimes God interferes in our life to reveal new options. Yeah, how easy it is for us to go on spiritual cruise control. Some of us, we were on spiritual cruise control. Then all of a sudden, an interference came in our life. Yeah. For some of us in COVID, we learned to pray again. We learned to look to God again. We were on spiritual cruise control and then something happened in our society and in our economy and we turned to the Lord. Some of us are in church today because there was an interference and two years ago you had another schedule and other priorities. Why? Because God interferes to show us new options. Yes, God interferes. Join me in, in Psalm chapter 37. Verses 23 and 24, here's what the Lord says. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Yeah, isn't that good? Those that delight, those that say, I want to do God. I want to follow God. I want to do God's will. Those that delight in the Lord... Those that, those that have a heart for God, God will make firm their steps. They may stumble, 
But God is going to uphold them. They will not fall. God's going to see to it. Here's what I want you to know. Point number two. Your biggest wins are on the other side of interference. Your biggest successes, your biggest goals, your biggest dreams are on the other side of interference. Though he stumble. The Bible tells us this. You delight in the Lord doesn't mean you'll never stumble. Those that delight in the Lord, God will make firm their steps. Though they stumble, here's what it's saying. You can serve God and stumble. You can have an interference. But God will uphold you. You're not hearing me. But God will uphold you. But God will uphold you. I didn't get the loan, but God will uphold you. Things are not what they should be, but God will uphold you. God will uphold you by his hand. Why? Because your biggest wins are on the other side of interference. Discerning interference, knowing what to do is crucial. There are two things when God's interfering in your life you need to do. Two things you need to do. Number one, you need to listen to what God is saying. Yeah. Every Christ follower, listen to what God is saying. So, I don't ever hear God. Pastor, I don't ever hear God. I, I hear people say God speaks to them. I don't hear God. Yes, God speaks to you. You're a Christ follower. He speaks, the Bible says, clearly. One version says expressly by his spirit. He is speaking to you. Perhaps you haven't learned to listen to what God is saying. Sometimes we, we can make it all about, about I and not him. Yeah, I found in my own life, the eyes can drown out the him in my life. I walked in the house the other day, <laughs> and uh, Denise is in, her, is in her recliner. She, she fell, bless her heart, broke her arm in four places a few weeks ago, and she has to sleep in her chair. And so she's, she's spending all her time in the, in the lazy girl, the lazy girl chair there, you know. She's... And you know, she's tired of watching game shows. You know, there's just so many game shows you can watch. And I, and I, and I come in and she's, you know, what else? She, she can't do anything. So she's watching Wheel of Fortune. I'm cooking, okay? <laughs> I, I'm doing dishes. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing all that stuff in the house right now. I love, I'm praying that God will heal her quick, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. And she's there, and I'm, I'm at the sink and taking care of things and will of fortune, and there was a phrase. That seemed like I had about three words, a phrase. And this lady spins it. And it stops at the $500. And she said, S. And all of a sudden, ding, 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 ding. Man, it just the, there were six S's in this phrase. Yeah. 
And Denise's pretty good at that. You know, she's talking to the TV, guessing what, the, what it is. And for every one of those, I guess she gets 500. Or ding, 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 ding. And then, I mean, she's chalking up the point. Then she, she's, no, she didn't speak. She said, I want to buy a vowel. I want an I. Ah! She lost her turn. There was no I in it. So it goes on to the next person. And the next person spins and they buy a vowel. And it had a U in it. And the lady that chalked up all the points and all the dollars missed it. Because she was looking for an I. And it had a U. And I said, oh God, I think you're teaching something there. I think you're teaching. I think God sometimes I played the wheel of misfortune in my life because I made it about I and not about you. I keep turning and I want it to be about I, but God all the time you're interfering and you're doing something and I need to see it's about you on the other side of my interference. God, you have something better if I could just see it. Yes, yes. We make our decision talking about hearing what God is saying. Most of us make our decisions based upon opinion and information. Yeah. Well, what do you think about that? Someone give your opinion. You go on social media today, everybody will give you their opinion. Then you can Google it. You can just Google it. And, and whether it's true or not, you'll, have, you'll find information out there. So it's opinion and, and information. It was the third century philosopher, Polinus, that said that true knowledge comes not just from information and opinions. He said it requires illumination. Oh, oh, Polinus, you got it. You got what the Bible, you finally, you finally were able to put in a philosophical discussion what the Bible says all along. Illumination. It's what Proverbs says, that the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Illumination, the candle of the Lord. You can't make all your decisions based upon opinions and based upon information. You got to hear from God. I'm talking about the candle of the Lord. I'm talking about their spirit, the illumination, God speaking to your inner man and God giving you a witness and God giving you a confirmation and God giving you that internal direction. You say, I know I've heard from God. I know God is in this. I know God is forming. I know God is doing something. I'm going through interference right now, but I have the assurance in my mind there's going to be a win on the other side of this interference. You need to hear hear what God is saying. Number two, you need to see what God is doing. You need to see what God is, hear what God is saying and see what God is doing. If our opinions never change, we're stuck. If you have every opinion you had 18 months ago, you're stuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're in a stuck moment. 
You need to see what God is doing. Your biggest win is on the other side of interference. I give you a biblical example. Yes. On a Friday, they crucified Jesus. The disciples, the followers of Jesus, they saw the crucifixion as the most dramatic and significant interference in their plans and their dreams. So much so, the disciples forsook Jesus. Jesus was put in a tomb. And they never went to the funeral. They never went to attend to Jesus. Distraught. Why? Interference. That was Friday. Well, they didn't know God had a Sunday. <laughs> it's called resurrection. Your biggest win is on the other side of your interference. When Friday you're saying, it's not working. My dreams are crushed. There's an interruption in my life. But God always has the biggest win. God has a resurrection after every crucifixion. And God did something that canceled and brought all the interference and pushed it aside and brought the biggest success in human history. Why? Because your biggest win is on the other side of interference. Yes. You walk with him and God will walk with you. At this time, I want to take a moment and honor our graduates. Graduates, interference is coming. But you have a God when he interferes, he's really intervening in your life. And I would like to ask balcony and main floor for all of our high school graduates, if, you've grad if you have graduated, we'll be graduating this year, would you please come forward and stand right here at the front? Our high school graduates, move forward now. Thank you very much. Thank you. Just, just come here to the center if you would and stay with me a moment. Thank you. High school graduates, inside your gift bag, I want to give you a Bible. If I could put anything in your life that from this moment forward that will guide, direct you, establish, have answers to the questions and guide you through life, it is God's immutable word, God's word. This book has an answer to every life question you have and God will guide you if you'll follow what he says in this book. And I want you to know this is a new technology called printed page. It doesn't need charging. Isn't that great? It never, you don't have to, there's no app you have to download. You can just carry this with you and it just speaks to you. The pages of this book are life-giving and I put God's word in your hand and I charge you, follow and walk with God. I'm going to ask our student ministry pastor to step forward and pray over you.
Thank you, Pastor. What an honor to be here and to stand before you, church, as we celebrate our high school seniors. God is doing incredible things, and we know that the best is yet to come. Your best days are ahead of you. God is making new and making great in your lives, in your lives. Church, would you be so kind to stretch your hands so oh, we can God. pray over them? Yes, Lord. Father, we thank you. We love you this morning. Oh, and God. we thank you for this privilege you we get to celebrate yeah. our high school seniors. What a, an incredible moment. Father, we pray that you lead them, Father. We pray, Father God, for your wisdom over their lives. We pray, Father God, that you may continue to guide them, to lead them, Father God, into what you have in store for them. We pray, Lord, that you continue to bless them and that you open great doors for them. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hey. God bless you. Yes. God bless you. Congratulations. We, we want to welcome you to our Young Adults Ministry. Young Adults Ministry. Yes, yes. Listen, two dates I want you to keep in your mind. Uh, Friday, June 4th, we're going to have our next gathering. It's going to be right here. We're going to have an incredible time of fellowship. We're going to have worship. We're going to have life groups. We're going to have a late night where we want to connect with you. We're going to have food, fun. We're going to have a great time together. Number two, we're having, we're having a young adults retreat. Yes. And that's going to happen in, from August 6th to the 8th. So if you want more information, please reach out to us and we'll give you that information. God bless you. You may be seated. Thank you very much. Congratulations. At this time, if you're here in the room, I want to invite our college, university, and graduate school graduates to step forward. We'd like to recognize and honor you if you're here. College, gra uh, university, and graduate school graduates, if you'll come forward. Thank you very much. Join us here at the front if you would. Thank you. If you'll join me here in the center, please, if you would. Thank you very much. Thank you. In thinking about something to give you, I, I decided you probably didn't want a book. Okay. So I'm not giving. So I, I put this together, and, and it's really, it's, it's my prayer for you. I guess it would be, a, it would, I hope it's a prophecy in your life. It's my wish for you. Here's a coffee cup. May your cup run over. And blessing, yes. Inside is a gift card to Starbucks. There's also something I hope you have a real one, but there is a payday in here. A payday candy bar. You need a payday, amen? You need a payday. So I'm, I'm speaking a payday in your life. There's some breath mints to remind you. You have some interviews that you have to go to, okay? There's some chocolate kisses if you don't get the job you want, okay? 
that you can just have a chocolate kiss that day and say, help me get through this disappointment and I'll do better next time. But I want to speak to you. Follow God's dream. Chase God's dream. I have, and I will tell you, my life exceeds my dreams, and I pray that for you. I'm going to pray, uh, ask a Pastor Christian, who is also overseeing young adult ministries here, to come and pray over you, Pastor Christian. So awesome. We want to pray for God's wisdom mm. over your lives. We know that these next years to come, God is going to open great doors for you. And so let us pray for God's favor for God's grace over your lives church let us pray father we love you we thank you for the opportunity we get to pray for our young adults Lord father we know that you have jobs careers relationships in store for them father God we pray your blessings we pray Lord that they may continue to follow you Jesus that they may continue following your word that they can align themselves to your word and your will father god bless them bless them father god we pray for the favor upon their lives in jesus name amen and amen so good god bless you god bless